Sorry. feel like I might be coming down with something. <laughs> Woo. You better not be. I hope not. Anyways. Stay six feet away from me. Good morning, my brothers and sisters. On this, our 80th episode and emergency edition of the Good Morning Guys prod- podcast broadcast. <laughs> Thank you so much broadcast. for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, <laughs> evening, or night as we discuss the game of life. Amidst the other games and viruses we love to watch and play and avoid. I am one of your hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja, Lucas Hambone Swisher. Also with me, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news and spoilers and pandemics, Patrick Novacell. I, too, love to watch and play viruses. And avoid. I added a fourth verb, third verb in there. And avoid them. Yes. Still watch and play. There's some games we avoid. Like, I avoid... I can't think of a game, but I... I, could <laughs> hey, avoid you I play all games. But I avoid good, it. That was a killer setup, though. Actually, yeah, no. <laughs> I could, oh, badminton. I, all I could think of, could think of was... I'll be honest. I don't know what he was thinking. The reason I didn't say anything is because all I could think of was shuttlecock. And I'm like... Oh, no. Nope. <laughs> Abort mission. Don't want to say that one. All right, next to him, the volleyball and beast of the East who can make it laugh in three words or less, Ronnie Johantis. I, too, like to live dangerously. <laughs> and our final member of the GMG Quadfecta who's got music in his heart, Doctor Who, on his brain, La Coretta, and his old stomacho, but not even an ounce of COVID-19 in his body, Mark <laughs> Boucher. Or being on time. Why you got to bring that into this? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. Starve a cold, feed a fever. Or is it the other way? Ah, whatever. It doesn't matter what they say right now. They're they're quarantined. Eat lots of day. They don't know. Yeah. You got nothing else to do, right? All right. Well, guys, here we are. It's not just another day in the office because, or maybe it is, except the office is on fire. People are hoarding teepee. <laughs> Dogs and our six sneezing, coughing, yeah, <laughs> coughing all over the place, and most of us are in shock because, for the most part, most of our countries are shut down, and uh, so we got nothing else better to do. We might as well podcast, right? Sound good? Also, also, one thing you're forgetting about is it's what's that? Spring break, woo! Yeah, spring break, woo! For the next six months, I heard the, uh, I heard the. Cruises and flights are really cheap right now, so you could go on spring break. That is very true. true. Yeah, I think I heard earlier this week you could get a flight to Brazil or get a flight to the U.S. from Brazil for 400 buckaroos, and that is the cheapest I've ever seen it. What is it normally? Usually, if you get a super cheap flight, it's 600, but on a standard like 10 or 11 months out of the year, it's about 1,000 to (sighs) $1,200. So right, that's well, like when you're coming up. Yeah, I know, right? I think I don't want to be quarantined in the U.S. I'm safe and sound here, and at this point, I'd rather hug and kiss Brazilians down here than my fellow Americans. Now that West Virginia had to go join the rest of the 50 states and uh, get infected, so 
What are you going to do? I'm going to stick you around here for probably because they just didn't have any tests in West Virginia. Maybe they were <laughs> the last one to get the tests. <laughs> That's the funny thing. When I read the article, they were like, so far, West Virginia had tested 136 people, and on the 137th, they found them. And I'm like, oh, oh wait, here's one. Got one right really? here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we found one finally. Ah, glad we finally got these tests in. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so... Here we are, guys. We are just getting together to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of this old coronavirus pandemic that's going on down up in the north, the south, the east, and the west, all over the world. And it is pure madness. I don't know about how it is in Cincinnati or uh, Lynchburg, but it is all over the place and uh, I want to jump right into the ugly and give the latest statistics I don't know if you guys have kept up if you're watching oh, the news no. and all that jazz Just but since the beginning of March yeah the past two and a half weeks the US the UAS the US has almost 8,000 corona cases and on average has increased 25 to 30 percent every day since March 1st December no <laughs> that's not the month before that February 29th. <laughs> I don't I don't know how months That work. was close though. Yeah. Uh they actually rose up 40 th- 40% today. So it was a higher jump uh nationwide. New York and Washington are the worst locales and West Virginia was the last of the 50 continental US states to confirm a case of the coronavirus. So, now that we've discussed a little bit of what's going on in the nation of the US, what is going on in Cincinnati? Patrick and Ronnie. There's only one thing that people should care about in this scenario, and it's that opening day has been postponed. Mm. <laughs> That's it. Oh yeah. All all sports have been postponed. We've Some been forced been canceled. to get to know our family members at an incredible rate against our wills. But you have <laughs> to be like you have to be like three feet apart from each other though, right? You can't get to know each other too closely. I, I, saw, I saw a uh, a meme on Facebook. It says, I found out there's a woman living in my house. Apparently, <laughs> she's my wife. She seems nice. <laughs> <laughs> However, uh, on the flip side of that, I've seen that in, uh, uh, at least I heard, in China, apparently, like, the divorce rate has skyrocketed. Oh, no. Oh, no. We have to spend time like with each other. I don't like you. Health. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a meme uh, that said, basically, uh, I've been talking to my wife, and it turns out her favorite color is yellow. Who the bleep likes yellow? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. No, so, yeah, Cincinnati, like, uh, Ronnie and I, our, our, our company has pretty much uh, said that if you have a computer at home, then you are working from home. Uh, they've, they've, it's, it's, it's wild. It's like a ghost town. It really uh, is in our in our company right now. Yeah. Um. On I I'm on the second floor of six floors, <clears throat> and on the second floor there's about twelve people, and there was normally about two hundred and fifty on our floor, and there's Jeez. only twelve right now. That was as that was as of today. <laughs> Um, but as of probably this coming Monday, uh, there's only going to be just a skeleton crew of maybe five people just holding down the fort to make sure like if things need to be printed out or if these things need to be signed, taken care of, uh, checks need to be sent out or whatever. 
um, it is, it is wild. I, um, I, uh, I've been working from home for the past week. Um, I actually had the flu last week, which was kind of scary because uh, I had the yeah, same your, exact symptoms. It coincided as, uh, when things started picking up in the U.S. and it was just like, Patrick, y- y- yeah, you've been tested. <laughs> so, so I went to, uh, I called a doctor and they asked me probably 50 questions um uh to to make sure like if it was before they even came in uh to see if it was uh all the symptoms and i had i had all the symptoms so when i got there they're like they gave me a specific instructions they're like there's like a uh a door uh, that leads to the doctor's office and inside that uh once you walk through that door it's like a it's like a little like elevator room and then you have to go through another door to get to the doctor's office i had to stay in that like little elevator room um for them to come get me. And there was a nurse that was like in full gown, had a mask on and she had kind of like kind of stepped back. She put her like back leg or her leg back and she was kind of like squatting a little bit. And, uh, she like handed me like outstretched her arm and handed me a mask. And she's like, put this on now, <laughs> open it up wide, pinch your nose. And then I did all that. And then she like, and then she like hands out, Another thing, and it was hand sanitizer. She's like, all right, here's going to be two squirts on your hands. Make sure you wash your hands for 10 seconds. So I washed my hands for 10 it seconds. all over your yeah. body. So so <laughs> after I did that, she like stood up. She's like, okay, now follow me. So it was like she was ne- did not want to get this. So I, so I had to go to like another room that was not a normal like doctor's office waiting area. I had to go to that room. Um, and I could not see the doctor until like two nurses had checked me out first. Um, and, and then the nurse came in or the doctor came in after they had done the test and said, I just had the normal influenza A, which is just the flu. So, uh, I, I dodged a huge bullet last week. (laughs) Yeah, you did. But it was like, it was, uh, it was the second day of me having those symptoms and it was kind of scary and like, because, my kids and and my wife, you know, they're I'm right next to them at home, so <laughs> right. I got relegated to the to the man cave. Oh darn! Oh, so I just, too bad. So, <laughs> so uh, while I was down here, just quarantined myself because I have just the flu. Um, I just played a whole bunch of video games. It nice. Was, and that, and when I say a whole bunch of video games, I just had a whole bunch of time to play Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, baby. It was my, it was my first Final Fantasy game. It was a Japanese. Yeah. Now it's your first JRPG too, right? Like Japanese RPG of that kind of style and humor and acting. I was talking to stupidly epic and he said that it's not necessarily a jrpg it's more of an action rpg uh that's from japan yeah so it wasn't like a normal one no um, i don't that's know true. I, I'll, I, yeah so um so it was my first one um i mean i was I, I had i had a fun time with it uh but overall it was awful <laughs> <laughs> you had a fun awful time it was, with it it <laughs> It was fun to make fun of. I'll tell you. I'll give you, I'll give you that. That's that's pretty much why. Uh, and now I was one of my New Year's resolutions was to finally play that game. Yeah, man. And uh, check that off the list. Up, 
Yes, exactly. And then here in a few weeks, we're going to do a spoiler roast. Yeah, yeah. So we'll uh, I'll give more of my thoughts on the Final Fantasy 15 during the spoiler roast. Uh, but uh, but overall, you know, it was uh, the first uh, nine chapters were no good, uh, but the last five chapters of the game were actually uh, okay. Good. Uh, it's it started to it like the first nine chapters were just uh, four dudes that should not be friends. I don't know how they're <laughs> friends. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just I just don't know. Happens. Uh, but then they're then and then and then once once chapter end of chapter nine hits when you start fighting like huge like epic monsters that's when it started to get good. Or when I when I say good I mean better than awful. Great. <laughs> so overall <laughs> so, <yeah>. it was <clears throat> meh. It, so, well yeah for me I know it's like the like uh, a lot of people's favorite Final Fantasy games. Um, but and knowing that this was my first one and it was action oriented rather than uh, turn based, um, it was okay. Yeah. yeah. So Ronnie, how's uh, Cincy treating you, buddy? It is uh, probably similar to the rest of the world, and I'm kind of on a self quarantine, I guess. Uh, Friday will be my first day, um, probably of a few weeks where I'm working from home. And other than that, I mean, I got to be honest, like the quarantine life, not bad, not bad at all. Digging it, huh? I think, I mean, uh, I saw a meme where it was like, uh, it was like uh, when gamers find out what a self-quarantine is and it's like their surprise face because it's basically their entire lives, right? Been preparing (laughs) this for my entire life. Yeah, Yeah. like they've been doing this anyways outside of uh, the coronavirus. Uh, mine's been good though. I actually saw um, a couple of movies, so I did continue on the Marvel Universe streak, even though I didn't uh, complete them by the end of last year. I think realistically, I mean, everybody knew I wasn't I wasn't going to follow through with that, right? <laughs> I, like, I'm not the only one. I was holding on to hope. I can't I, believe you got as far as you did. Yeah, exactly right. I feel like I really, you know, I I mean, I I feel like I deserve some kind of award for what I did do. But give, the, give those uh, cookies, Lucas, that you've been giving out all these years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait to the end of 2020 before I go giving out cookies to Ronnie. He's got uh, a <laughs> six Marvel movies now, five or four to go. 20, so 21. Okay, uh, I will. I'm sure I'll take care of it. <laughs> Not before what then. I said, but you know, I'll take what I can get. Okay, so I did watch a Marvel movie, and it was Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Nice. So yes. good. So uh, good. It was. It was fantastic. Um, I pretty much enjoyed all of the movie. It. It's funny, like, watching the end movies. So, like, watching Infinity Wars and Endgame before a lot of these movies, it's funny how they fall into place, like, after the fact that, yeah. you know, you don't really expect. Because I, you know, as you guys know, like, I pretty much watched Infinity Wars before I basically saw any Marvel movies at all. Yeah. Right? So I've done everything completely as planned. Um, but I watched Thor Ragnarok and it was great. It really was. Um, it was. Uh, I don't know if Thor Ragnarok is the last one leading up to Infinity Wars slash. I mean, I know it. it is. I think Thor Ragnarok based on the time of it 
is the movie leading up to Infinity Wars. Am I am I correct? That's because correct. the beginning yeah. of that movie is when he kills Loki. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> you did that. Basically, inverted, they're all on that okay. ship. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah, exactly the so, plan. Uh, so whatever. If you haven't seen it, then shame on you. But <laughs> yeah, coming from the guy who just saw it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. In my world, it was normal though. Um, no, so I watched that movie, and it it really was. It was awesome. Um, it had all the standard like Marvel comedy um you know everything that happened in the movie and i will tell you just in going through these movies and watching them my favorite thing in these movies is a little bit of crossover into another superhero like Mm -hmm. that's my favorite thing um like i don't know how you guys feel about it but like the avengers movies where they all cross into the same movie like it's fantastic like seeing all those Mm -hmm. superheroes in the same movie and ragnarok was a lot of that really um you know, like at the beginning of the movie, like Doctor Strange comes into play. Um, he doesn't really play like an integral part in the movie, but ultimately, like, yeah, you like you see the other uh, other pieces of the Marvel universe, and yeah. then ultimately, you know, the Hulk is a huge part in that movie, and yep. I love the Hulk's character. Like, I love the Bruce Banner character. Um, everything about it is awesome. Uh, you know, he goes to this other world. The Hulk is like this basically gladiator champion. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, it, it was just, it was great. You get to meet, um, <clears throat> what's her name? Valkyrie. Did, do they call her Valkyrie yep. or, yep. um, I know like the yeah. Hulk calls her angry girl, but, uh, you get to like kind of get a, a feel for her character and why she's important. Um, so like down the road, like, you know, Endgame when makes more sense when she flies Yeah, when she's through. riding a horse. <laughs> you're like, why is she riding a horse? And then yeah, you it watch makes Ragnarok zero like, sense uh, if you've never okay. seen it, right? Uh, you have no <laughs> idea what the Valkyrie even were. Um, but yeah, it was it was an awesome movie. Um, it had all the, the classic comedy, but also the, the, the seriousness and the action that, like, I don't know, I guess you're looking for. Um, I never read comic books when I was a kid. Like, I never basically read anything because... I almost kind of grew up in the world of technology and um, I just never got into it as much. But um, where I sit now, it's almost as if like, man, it's I, I can't get enough of like the Marvel movies, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, and oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say it's it, it really is awesome, especially when you have those crossovers where you have multiple superheroes in the same movie where their paths basically cross like that. Uh, that's fantastic. It really is. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, Thor Ragnarok. That's that's the movie that there was really a shot in the arm that that whole franchise needed, because like Thor was good, Thor the Dark World was like, eh. yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It was, eh, like, uh, why, it was like, are we taking ourselves nice. serious about these dark elves and all? Yeah, the Dark World wasn't terrible was action. Not as good. Yeah. And and so they're like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go in the other direction. We're gonna have some serious tones, but for the most part, make it funny. And yeah. that was where that that was the way they needed to go. Well, um, it's it really seemed like they ver- like they very much took what they know worked and just like made it into like just put it into that movie. Like, um, like the thing that I think works the best for Marvel is not only like just a, a main character or a, like a main character movie, but they put in that like comedy, like a little bit of crossover, like that stuff works the best, man. And like it makes for the best movies so far. Yep. Absolutely. 
Oh yeah, when and when they had the whole '80s genre style in the entire movie, kind of like uh, the the way they did with Guardians of the Galaxy, it just worked so well. Yeah, yeah, For it sure. was it it was. Um, and and all honesty, like since I hadn't seen Thor Ragnarok yet, um, I knew I would really like it just based on the other Thor movies. Like uh, Ragnarok was the best one, which surprisingly, like normally the third movie in a series is not the best one. In all honesty, it's it's not. I I did not think Iron Man three was the best out of the series, but um, it it really was. It was absolutely the best out of the series. It brought like just every single thing into play. Uh, brought a new character. It brought Hela into play, like their sister, who's this ultimately like this ridiculously powerful being. Um, but it, I mean, the movie even started like the first scene of the movie where Thor is. Uh, in those chains, like chains, and he keeps spinning around. He's like, "Oh, hold on, hold on," and he, he has to like spin around before, like, uh, what is it, like Serta? Maybe I can't remember what the uh, name of the uh, villain was in that scenario. But like, they just they brought in that like very subtle like comedy that was just like it's hilarious. Yeah, um, for sure. So it, I I really I really did enjoy that. It's a movie that I would a hundred percent stop if that's on TV. Like I'll watch that every single time. Um, uh, outside of Marvel, I did a couple of things. We went to, we had a little date night and we went to the movies on, uh, Friday because volleyball has been canceled until further notice. Mm. And, uh, which is weird because I feel like I have absolutely zero to do like now for my whole life, but shoot, I'm going to have to change your nickname. Now you're going to be, uh, Now it's uh, beast from the east. I don't know nothing. (laughs) Nothing to do. Beast from the east. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But we went on a date night and we went to see a movie. We went to see Bad Boys for Life. And like I don't know how you guys feel about the Bad Boys series, but like I always really like those movies. Like both of them, they're fantastic. Uh, The the action, like the characters, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, like they're fantastic. And Bad Boys for Life was kind of like the um, I don't know. It's kind of like the, I don't want to say sequel that everybody's waiting for because there was a two, but, um, everybody was waiting for it. You know, a little bit of closure, like in that series, I think. And, um, I actually really liked the movie and I went into it thinking that maybe that maybe I wouldn't, you know, um, mm-hmm. if they try to push mm-hmm. some of the stuff a little bit too much, I thought maybe I, you know, maybe it won't be that good, but, um, they did a great job. Honestly, like I love the movie the whole time. I was laughing the whole time. Um, they used a lot of the same comedy they used from the first two, uh, but they didn't take it completely over the top. Um, like I, I was hoping that they wouldn't. They, they didn't do that, um, and they made it really a, a fun movie. And also, you know, on a serious note, they made it you know serious and and kind of closed out some things, potentially opened up new roads for the future. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, it was really really good. One of the interesting things about it was we went to see it at a place called Cine Bistro, and uh, Pat, I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's one of the nicer movie theaters near us. It's in Westchester mm. in Liberty Center, and uh, it's called Cine Bistro, and it it is a movie theater, a very luxury movie theater where you can get um, you get your food delivered to you uh, at your seats, um, and I mean they make you know. You can get a nice steak and everything just straight delivered to you. It it really is a uh, a fancy place. Um, but I was so 
Uh, if you're getting steak delivered to you in the movie theater, how in the world do you cut it? Is do you have like a like a TV tray in front of you? Yeah, or so what's, they, uh, they do. It? Okay, they do have a, a trays that like swivel in front of you. So each yeah. seat has their own tray. Um, they're they're designed for two. So like it's it's one of those things where. Uh, for example, like Elizabeth and I were sitting together, we could like pull up the armrest and like sit next to each other, you know, as almost like a love yep. seat style couch or whatever. Um, but yeah, they, they bring your food to you. They, um, they do a good job because it's like, mm, I, I want to say like 10 minutes before the movie starts, like they will stop taking orders. So that way everybody can actually like, you know, see the beginning of the movie and stuff and they'll start to bring it out. And they're very like, they're very discreet about it. You know, if they try to bring it out and, you know, cause you the least amount of, uh, I would say distraction, like from the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but their food's fantastic. I mean, it, it really is, it really is good. And, uh, no, you get like the tray that swivels around in front of you and, um, but it was awesome. It was, it was an awesome experience. Like the, the funny part about it was when I went online and like picked our seats, like, I don't know if you guys have ever bought movie tickets, like online, it seems uh-huh. to be the way to go now you like pick your yeah. seats individually and i was like oh there's these two here like i'll take that and we were on like the top like left hand side if you're standing at the screen looking back mm-hmm. and uh uh come to find out because of the whole coronavirus thing um the two seats next to us were unavailable they made everybody they made two and then two unavailable and they made everybody basically basically keep their distance hmm. um so it was really nice. Uh, there nice. wasn't a ton of people in the theater or anything like that, um, but it was it was. I mean, the movie was definitely worth seeing if you like the first uh, two Bad Boys movies. Like this one, uh, definitely does a great job. Uh, it keeps it kind of keeps the tradition alive. I guess is the best way to describe it. It doesn't take everything over the top or anything like that. Um, they both look old. Like they look old, <laughs> old, old, old. Like Will Smith, he is. Uh, I mean, as good as Will Smith looks, right? Like compared to the old, well, like the Will Smith in Bad Boys One and Two, not uh, even yeah. close, right? He's getting old. <laughs> but Will Smith has aged fine. But Martin Lawrence, on the other hand, oh yeah, yeah, he looks he looks a little not, different. Not he's as put much. on a little bit, little lbs. Right? He's a little chubby. He's a little chubby in that movie. His <laughs> cheeks. I think all the weight was in his cheeks. Uh, for those movies, oh, but also like like a chipmunk face, it, it made it pretty realistic though. I mean, like when you take into account like where this movie takes place after the last one and stuff, um, yeah, it really it, it really does a good job at showing them as being like older, like you know about to the age of maybe retirement or how you know uh, whatever. But it was it was good, man. It it really was. It was a great time. Like I laughed the whole time, and it was a good like. I don't want to say closure because I mean, I, I, I know they set it up to where there could potentially be other movies. Um, however, I just don't know that it would be them if that makes sense, you know? Yeah. Um, so they did an awesome job. I, I mean, I really love the movie. And then the last thing I will add is that I played a game that I've been watching for a little while on game pass and it was Forza horizon four. Um, I don't. Oh, nice. You guys never talk about racing games, so I'm not sure how you feel about them. Um, Horizon Four was and and is um, it's a really interesting game because it's an open world racing game. Mm-hmm. So there's this huge map. Um, you go to different events and stuff, but you basically drive it. There's 
tons and tons of cars and customization options. Um, I actually really like it. I think, uh, if I'm being honest, it's a game that I'll never complete because there's a lot to do. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, there's so there's so much to do that I think I I'll fall off before I get to the end. Um, I know the point where I'm at right now, where I have you know a couple million dollars like in the bank, I can buy any car that I want, and I'm not that crazy far into the game. Uh, there's still going to be a lot to do, but uh, for me, it's it's something where you know I'm kind of stuck in the house a little more these days, so it's nice to be able to turn on and play for an hour or two. Um, so yeah, it, it's uh, normally outside of my realm. Like a racing game wouldn't be something yeah. I would like be like, you know, I would stop on. But because it was on Game Pass, I decided to try it out and uh it I mean it's worth it. It's worth a download for sure. I'm the same way in that respect, Ronnie. Uh in the past, I can say that every racing game I've played and it's not very many has pretty much just been because of it being free on PS Plus. Like yeah. the last time I played a racing game was Onrush, and I played with Patrick. Oh, Onrush was that awesome. That was so fun. That was so good. That was like an arcade, like cruising USA with like stunts and tricks and explosions and. Oh, that's right! I played that with you guys. It was that's like right. o- yeah. yeah, Overwatch mixed I, with I, racing. It was really fun. It was it was definitely like Overwatch crossed with racing. That's exactly what it was. And I even platinumed that year, that uh, last year did. during yep. my platinum run. I had a really good time with that. Yeah. If I could get the trophies again, I would do that again and play through that w- with you. That was fun. But yeah, man, For- yep. Horizon, Horizon, nope, Forza Horizon, <laughs> Forza Horizon, uh, <laughs> Forza Horizon is a uh, that's a that's I've heard. You know, I don't have an Xbox, but I've heard that's pretty much the the best racing game money can buy or. You don't, yeah, it's pretty good. you don't have to buy, but it's one <clears throat> yeah. of the prettier ones and good stuff. Yeah, it it uh it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um it's it's one of those games where there's just so much to do. Uh, like I can understand like a a racing game enthusiast how this would be a really probably a really good game for them. Um I mean it goes down to like the very like uh, like every single car, like, you can, can change you, your tuning. Like you can, can change you modify everything. The rotary girders on the. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty vehicle. sure you can even <laughs> modify those. Okay, then I'm I'm in. I might have to just buy an Xbox so I can fiddle around with that. Now you, know, you guys like, say that all the time. I feel like you're just lying to me. <laughs> I am. You guys, you guys say that all the time. The whole rotary girders thing. Yeah, I have. No idea what that's from. Dude, wow! You need to watch Holy Tommy Boy. Moly. You can get a good look at a, <laughs> See, you can get I've a good seen... look at a T-bone steak. <laughs> I was just checking the specs on the rotary girder. I'm an idiot. And <laughs> that's a good interpretation and quote of that section. <laughs> I've okay, I've seen it. It's just been a long time. It's a radio version. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, eighty episodes in. All right, what is this rotary girder thing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've heard it a lot, but you know. I don't know, Mark. I think, uh, yeah, I know we've already kind of chatted about it, but I think we need to add that to the list of our commentary commentary podcast. Like, uh, so the same that one where, um, and then saying that stuff on the side. Guy ain't yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of which, uh, Netflix how now has uh, a feature where you can watch movies with people that are like not in your not in the same home 
uh-huh. or not watching on the same TV. It's some sort of like uh, it'll start scene at the same share time or whatever. Really? Yeah. I, I, it's like um, I guess you. I guess it's like an app or Google Chrome like edition or something like uh-huh. that where you you I don't I don't know what it is, but it just came out like today or yesterday um, that allows you to watch movies together even though you're not in the same room. That's cool. That's pretty cool though. So, Mark, since you haven't been checking the specs on the rotary girders in Lynchburg, Virginia, <laughs> what has been going on? In... I don't even think we have any rotary girders in Virginia. Oh, you well, yeah, you got them. You what do you think? Stopping load. the coronavirus? Just not, uh, just not looking hard enough. Okay, yep. gotta look harder. Okay. How are you surviving right. the pandemic, my friend? Uh, by going to work. Look <laughs> at you! Totally... Someone's got to represent. Totally still going to work. Uh, they have not uh, shut us down yet. Uh, so apparently the automotive industry, you know, it's not that simple. But uh, but apparently they shut down like several major factories today, like auto factories. Like Fiat Chrysler got shut down. GM got shut down. Um, I don't remember what the other one was, but I think it was three that they shut down. Um, so that might trickle down to us a little bit. We'll see. But, uh, in terms of us going to work and everything like that, we're still very much, you know, full service. Everything is still going. Um, and you still have like ran- business and our people coming in and getting stuff oh, done. Yeah. And- yeah. We yeah. still have plenty of business. Yep. Yeah. In fact, it, I feel like it's been busier. Huh. Um, but, um, uh, so I don't know if just people are wanting to get out and it's like, okay, let's go take care of my car since I'm not working. Uh, yeah. just, uh, just go take care of my car. Um, I don't know, but yeah, still working. Obviously they've ramped up, um, you know, hygiene awareness and, and, you know, making sure you wash your hands and use hand sanitizer and, all that fun stuff, and they've installed new like automatic hand sanitizer dispensers in the mm. dealership, and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> um, so, and we've obviously had like uh, a letter that we've had to sign, like a notice about the coronavirus and what we're doing to prepare for it, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, but other than that, like it's been pretty much business as usual. Uh, on that front, at least, uh, I, t- I tell you what, uh, you, you're talking about the uh, additions of new hand sanitizers. It's got me thinking, like how nasty we've been. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Before this coronavirus outbreak, yeah, it's, uh, people people have to be retaught how to wash their hands, how to uh, exude uh, proper hygiene, yeah. take showers. You know, don't cough in people's faces. It's like, <laughs> come on, people. What 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 have we been doing? Now well, that, now the now the hand sanitizer and soap is now off the shelves. It's like, why? <laughs> yeah, what, what have you been doing? doing? <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Um. <laughs> Tommy Boy reference, good one. Hey. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 crazy. Like. And obviously, you know, I used to be in, in custodial work and I would see, you know, you I have to go through and check bathrooms in the past and people just straight up, you know, use the restroom, just walk out. Yeah, you know, that obviously is we've had conversations DIS about disgusting. that before. Yeah. So, 
hopefully this after this is all said and done and you know people start to you know get better and we move on from this because there will be a point where it happens even though it feels very bleak yeah um but we'll talk more yeah, about I tell you what no, there's nothing more shocking than walking into the bathroom and looking down and see someone has not flushed yeah <laughs> yeah you, you, there, you, you, there's something in your gross. mind where you, th- you think like, do I really need to go to the bathroom, or I'm, should I just walk out of here and just forget it? <laughs> but yeah, uh, I share a, I share a bathroom with my kids, and on a, we'll go with an every other daily basis. One of my children go, Daddy, there's poop in the toilet, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, flush it, and my daughter's like, but it stinks bad. <laughs> well, you know what'll fix that? <laughs> Wash uh, the toilet when you're done. Yeah, but um, but yeah, other than that, um, you know, it's been pretty much full function at at work, or at least at that job. Um, at, in the church work area of my life, um, that has shut down. Uh, yeah, the um. My pastor texted me this morning and said, yep, we are uh, not going to have services and, and any other activities for the next two weeks. So uh, that means, obviously, um, we didn't have worship team practice tonight and won't have anything going on for the next couple of weeks, which thankfully, praise God, um, <laughs> I'm still getting <laughs> still getting paid yeah, for, that's really good. for that yes. time off because I know there are lots of people who are not that fortunate, you know, people in, in the restaurant business and, and all that kind right. of stuff, um, who are, who are not getting paid, who can't work from home. Um, yeah. And that's, so that's, I, uh, right now, sorry to interrupt just to, to clarify for you guys, both in Cincinnati and Lynchburg, uh, restaurants and bars and non-essential stores as it were, or locations, they're all shut down right now, right? Yep. Um, so no, actually, I don't know if do, in Virginia you, if are you are you doing Dunkin' Donuts still, or is that off the table? Yes, yes. Not not everything is closed here. Um, they've just switched to drive through only. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, gotcha. Like I know Dunkin's done that. Uh, Chick Fil A has done that. Starbucks has done that. KFC has done that. Um, I'm sure a lot of restaurants around here that have that option. Um, to do like drive-through or takeout, you know, they've pretty much done that. I I went to Jersey Mike's the other day, and and they had put up all their tables and literally disassembled their booths so that no one had the option to to sit down. Um, it's just all you know, go in, get your food, get out, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're definitely feeling it around here. I believe. We have had our first confirmed case, um, a first confirmed diagnosis of um, of coronavirus here in this city. Definitely not in Virginia. We've had, especially in northern Virginia, they've had a lot of diagnosed cases. But um, And, of course, that's going to increase from there um, because now that testing has become more widely available, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're probably going to see more cases. But... Um, you know, obviously that has affected things on our end, and especially this is not a good time 
or in some ways it could be a good time. I don't know. Um, <laughs> the fact that my wife has been without a job. She's lost her yeah. job. Yeah. Um, and she's trying to apply for another one, and all these places are shutting down uh, and not super into hiring. Um, but at the same time, it seems like there are a lot of breaks being afforded mm-hmm. to people. Um, you know, the government is trying to, you know, supply people with, with financial resources and things like that, or at least that's in the works um, to be able to do that. So it's a bad time to lose your job and kind of sort of a good time because there are things being afforded to us that can help us out. Right. Um, but, um, it's pretty much life for me just going to work. You know, it's obviously very different for Kristen cause she's home a lot of the time. Right. Um, but applying for jobs and stuff like that. Um, my stepmother actually just celebrated, her 60th birthday on Monday, so that was Woo-hoo! that was awesome. However, we couldn't celebrate it on my on her birthday because uh, my dad last week started getting sick. Oh, oh no! And so, much like you, Patrick, I was very concerned um, that time my dad to, had gotten time to celebrate birthday over Skype. Yep, um, I was concerned that he had gotten the coronavirus. Um, Thankfully, he did not. He tested negative for it. Um, but uh, they think he has possibly um, pneumonia, like bacterial Eesh. pneumonia. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Um, what a day and age we live in when it's like, whew, I just have bacterial pneumonia. We're good. Yep. I know. <laughs> people were people were glad I had the flu. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so, I'm so happy you have the flu. It's like, oh. What world? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it but, was a compliment. It was yeah. a, it was a sigh of relief. Yeah, but uh, he's I wouldn't say he's completely on the up and up, but he is feeling better. Uh, so we did get to go over and see um, my family today um, to you know obviously spend time with them and, and wish my my stepmom a happy birthday, um, but also visit my stepsister Jackie, who's in town. Uh, she lives in Arkansas. And she flew up, uh, actually braved getting on a flight to get up here. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, so, um, uh, and she's been here since, I think, Saturday. Um, But we haven't been able to see her until today, and she leaves tomorrow. So um, I was glad. And this is actually the first time that my wife has actually gotten to meet her um, because, unfortunately, she couldn't make it to our wedding, and she hadn't been up in this area since. So, uh, this is the first time that my wife got to meet her today. So that was awesome. Um, and they seem like they get, get along very well. Um, but that's pretty much things in terms of regular life on, on my end is just, you know, working, being supportive of my, of my wife as she is trying to look for a job and just, just waiting through the, the, the whole pandemic experience. Yep. Because uh, this is certainly un- an unprecedented time in our lives. Um, yeah. But uh, on the gaming front, however. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I played a little Apex, which. Can't believe it. I, I, I've been a little frustrated with that lately because past few times I've played that game, we have just not secured a win. But that's all right. Still fun. Um, but the big game that I have played, I started playing maybe. Thursday or Friday, 
was Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Thornfield uh, Swamp. <laughs> Unfortunately, you don't get to see Thornfield Swamp in this uh, one. Spoilers. I was hoping you'd get yeah. to. No, you don't. I mean, that's not a huge spoiler. but No, know. I was just kidding. It's not. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've um, never actually played the original, so I just know yeah. it from the Married to the Games. Yep. Guys. Um, but, uh, yeah, I started playing that Thursday and Friday night. Been playing the mess out of that game. Um, absolutely having a great time with it. I loved Ori in the Blind Forest, um, even though it sometimes would get frustratingly difficult. But you kind of have to accept going into the game, you are going to die a lot. Yeah. It's just, that's just the nature of the beast. Um, so um, the game looks beautiful. Uh, the story is, is great. And uh, ended up actually uh, beating the game last night. Very nice. Um, so nice. first game of 2020, uh, right? Yep. That's Look at you and Patrick. First 2020 game. Completed in the books. Knocking the it down. The only thing that I will say that is a negative about this game, and this is something that they can easily work on, is this game. At times, it wasn't enough to where it you know completely deterred me from playing it. This game can get a little glitchy. Yeah. At times, that like that's it's it's to the point where like you'll jump and midair you'll freeze for like one to three seconds. And then you'll then you'll go. Um, huh. Sometimes audio won't play when it should, like certain uh, sound effects, um, just little things like that. You get random pops in 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 the visuals and things like that. Yeah. Um, something easily fixable with a patch, um, which I have read is coming. It's in the works. Um, like I said, it was just enough to be like a little annoying. But not enough to stop me from playing it and yeah. have an awesome time playing it. Good man. Um, so I had a lot of fun, enjoyed it. Highly recommend it, especially if you have Xbox Game Pass. Come on, man, you need to play. Mm-hmm. If you like, if you like games like Mario, if you like Metroidvanias, um, if I you do. Like, That's two out of like, two. Yep. If you like free games on subscription, um. The only exception for you, Lucas, is you kind of need to have an Xbox. Dang it. Um, <laughs> and but, uh, the last one was the uh, straw that broke the camel's that, back. Yeah, that was the kicker. <laughs> um, but uh, for anybody who, who checks all those three boxes, come on. Go play that game. It's a lot of fun. Um, if, if you really care enough, you know, just keep an eye on when they introduce a patch, the glitches. Otherwise, go play that game. It's a lot of fun. It's a great story. Um, made me feel many different things. So, yeah. Go play it. And that's my first completed 2020 game. Sweet. Congrats on that, so buddy. that's it for me. Yeah. Thank you. Nice. Well, as you've been playing a little bit of Apex, I've been playing a lot of bit of Dead Cells still. Nice. No surprise there. I will not go into details, except I will say this week I beat the fourth of six difficulties. So I have two more difficulties to go. Uh, the next difficulty is 4 BC. I've beaten it once before, but I did so much save scumming that I can't really say I beat it. And even with 3 BC, with the this last difficulty, I did do some save scumming. So confession, 
I'm going to, I beat it with saves coming, but I'm going to beat it again without it someday. I don't know when. Cheater! But, okay. He's got yep, that asterisk next cheater. to his name. Yeah, still got the asterisk, but I'm going to, I'm going to erase the asterisk once I beat it for Rizzle. I can't um, believe that game has six difficulty settings. I know, because yeah, because what, what does BC mean? Uh, boss cell. Every time you beat a the final boss on a certain difficulty, he gives you the next boss cell, which then takes you to the next difficulty setting. So, yeah. is there more bosses? Uh, no, it's the same. I mean, there are like six bosses, but you can only do, you can only fight four bosses in one run because there are multiple paths. And so if you go one direction, you will face four different bosses. And then if you go another direction, you could fight two different bosses that are different. So what does for Rizzle mean? For Rizzle, that's a 1990s talk for, for real. (laughs) For Rizzle. (laughs) <laughs> I know it's, it's I'm showing my age I'm killing it yeah so I'm still loving that playing that um, but I did start Final Fantasy 15 as I alluded to when Patrick was talking about him finishing it right around the time he finished I finally started I wanted to start it like two weeks ago or a week ago but uh, yeah Dead Cells my apex uh, and I'm really early in but I can already, there are already parts I watch and I'm like, Patrick must have hated that. Patrick must have really laughed. <laughs> I was, if, I wish I could have played ever, it with uh, you. Like, I wish I could have just If you've ever you. sat and watched er, er, and played a game and like yelled at a TV, like <laughs> that's, I did the, I did it so many times. Like I felt like I was playing with someone because I was talking so much during <laughs> it. Like I would yell like, why would you do that? You or why idiot? would you say that? What in the world? This is a really <laughs> awesome car. What is? Why is the max speed 35 miles an hour? <laughs> this is garbage. Go faster. Hey, the outpost is only a mile away. 30 fast minutes travel? Yes. later. Yes. Fast travel every time. Yeah. I still haven't gotten to the fast. Oh, no. The fast travel. You can only fast travel to rest your last place you rested or to your car, right? At least that's yes. what it was. I do not like yeah, that so feature. If you if you go to if you now so when I did my run, um, I I never went to those parking spots and and so to start like uh, the ability to have fast travel. So um, when I realized what I was doing, uh, I missed out and I would I was walking. Oh gosh, too much. <laughs> Yeah. Too much. Well, it's, a, it's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta walk three miles to my car. Good gracious. Yeah, it's yeah, already, exactly. it's already to the point where uh, I tell, uh, what's his name, Gladiotus or Austin or Pikachu, Gladio. yeah, whatever his name is. Uh, he, I say, you go ahead and drive, and then it goes into auto drive, and then I just oh. start checking Twitter, Facebook, write a few messages, <laughs> go make a sandwich. Like it's just like write a novel. I, there's no way around yes. it. You just have to like exactly you just have to let them drive, and they just talk, 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 talk. And I'm like, whatever. It's definitely you. Ha- it's it's annoying. It, but, uh, man, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to go too talking. much of this I'm because sorry. I'll. This is just the. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm in the second chapter, and yeah, this is the we'll, tip we'll of the iceberg for is. me. And if I <laughs> I can't go anymore. Know, if you want to hear more, listen to the roast cast. The roast cast is in the works. But yeah, besides that, that's been my gaming. Um, but the main focus, as we've already talked about, has been this old coronavirus. 
in Brazil, during the same period that I mentioned where the U.S. right now has about 8,000 cases of coronavirus, Brazil has about 5% of that, at least confirmed 400 cases. Now, I think that this is possibly uh, only because, kind of like with West Virginia, there's not as many people getting tested. They're just kind of people are just doing their own thing or they think it's just a normal flu or whatever. Uh, but right now we only have 400 cases, um, but it's spreading at least in terms of confirmed cases at about the same percentage, about 25% uh, daily increase. Um, now in a country where people hug each other more, kiss each other on the cheek, uh, have no personal space, I could very much see things like any day now it could just skyrocket and all of a sudden there'll be thousands. I just... I just it wouldn't surprise me at this point. Um, yeah, but uh, for the most part, w- up until before this week, things were kind of like, oh, it's really bad in Europe, it's really bad in the states, but it's not so bad here, and so things were pretty relaxed. Um, but then I think last week, uh, our president or Brazil's president Bolsonaro visited with uh, Trump and some of his people, and I think uh, one of the Brazilian cabinet members had coronavirus and was really close to Trump. And so from there, I felt like Brazil paid more attention to what was going on. Um, And kind of like in the U.S. this week, uh, our school shut down. I was actually uh, uh, substitute teaching this week on Monday and Tuesday. I was teaching Bible and history classes. I wasn't really, I was teaching a little bit, but I was mainly just, you know, glorified babysitting, uh, leading them through exercises, telling them dad jokes um, it was a good time, but then Tuesday in the next to last class, uh, the guidance counselor came in and said, Hey, by the way, no school tomorrow and no school until further notice. And huh. we're like, oh, okay, well, that's that. <clears throat> but one thing interesting that the school here is doing that I don't know that is happening very much in the U S is they're going to do long distance learning, distance learning where mm-hmm. yeah. they are using uh, a program just called Canvas, or they're just using an online program to send assignments, to teach classes, to take attendance even, and uh, do all that stuff. So our kids, uh, Mindy's students, will all be uh, continuing their education, and thankfully the, the, the state education committee has approved these uh, long-distance learning practices. So... Uh, it's looking good in that respect that people aren't going to lose their school year. Like seniors are going to actually still graduate and that kind of stuff. Uh, in the U S are they doing long distance learning or I've heard that it's just some schools have been like, it's canceled, like the year's over. So, well, for Claire, uh, she's got uh, like weekly, um, tasks and things that she needs to do, whether that's uh, vocabulary or math or what have mm-hmm. you. Uh, she's got things that she has to do. Um, the teacher is sending uh, these things through what we have. It's like it's, like, it's a digital platform, right? Um, and then uh, so she'll she'll look at that, find out what she needs to do for that week, and then it's pretty much free reign for her when she she uh, wants to complete it. Um, we try to we tr- we've been trying to tell her that uh, uh, she needs to do it in the morning because today is the first day back to school uh, uh, since they had kind of like shut it down. Yeah. Um. In, in a sense, because there were like three days in a row uh, where uh, the teachers were like in service and they were trying to figure out what 
they were going to do for the kids. Right. Um, so uh, then that's the that ended uh, yesterday, and um, Claire got her first packet today uh, of what she needed to do. Um, and it's like read this this you need to read this book. Uh, do these do these math exams? There's like uh, different websites that uh, that she can go to uh, to help her with her math skills yeah. or whatever, what have you. Um, but there's no um, like uh, online learning where there's like a teacher uh, skyping in or anything like that. Yeah. There's no attendance. There's nothing like that. It's more. It's a lot of like uh, it's kind of like homeschool, pretty much. Right. Um, where yeah. we need to make sure that she's she gets her stuff done. Yeah. Um, and cause we sign it and everything and then once, and we'll take pictures of it and send that on back through this, um, digital app that we have. Yeah. And that's one thing that I'm interested to see how it goes for me because I work at home and Mindy is still going to be working cause she's going to have to prepare a lot of stuff every week to send her students. So, uh, I have yeah. a seven year old and a nine year old. And while I think Natasha, my nine year old will be okay. James, my seven-year-old, he has not done a lot on the computer, so I'm going to have to kind of be on the side, uh, on the wing, just ready to support him. And, you know, I don't, I don't know yet, like what the workload's going to be like. And even the, the teachers, they don't know exactly if they're going to be doing Skype classes or videos, like of a a class teaching them information. Uh, I did have, like, when I substitute taught uh, on Tuesday, yesterday, uh, the teacher actually recorded like a 20 minute video of him teaching information. And uh, it, I mean, it was better than nothing. And he actually put a little work into it to uh, make it humorous and to add graphics and like, like switching between him talking and PowerPoints. It wasn't just him sitting in front of a screen. Uh, but not every mm-hmm. teacher is going to have that know-how to do that. I know if, if I were a teacher, I would have no idea, and I would need my wife's help to figure out how to integrate that. But um, they have programs for doing that kind of stuff, so uh, it'll be interesting to see what it's like um, on the church yeah. on the church side of things. Like Mark, uh, my church has also been canceled. Uh, it was a little sluggish in getting there because. Uh, it started out in at least in Sao Paulo. Now, Sao Paulo is the heart of the coronavirus outbreak here. Like I think I said there was like 400 cases in all of Brazil. 200 of them are in Sao Paulo. So the state, not so much the city, but in the state. So our city and the surrounding cities in the state are, we're at the epicenter, which pretty much both main cases, the first two cases that came, came because of people flying from Italy. And, uh, and so, yeah. And, uh, you know, as we've all heard, you know, what's been going on in Italy, it just makes sense that that would happen. It's terrible situation out there. Um, I don't know how much you've seen on the news or, or stuff like that, but we have a number of like a number of, uh, coworkers who have family that live there and just, uh, it's just awful what's been happening there. Like they can't keep up with the people that have died, that have been sick, uh, in Italy, mm-hmm. it's astronomical levels. Um, but that's the connection that pretty much got things started in Brazil was the connection to Italy. And uh, But it's it's been a little sluggish for Brazil to kind of get going and take it seriously, I think, because the cases haven't been totally, you know, it hasn't caught fire or anything like that. But uh, on Tuesday, one of the pastors of our church was, he sent on a message and said, hey, church is canceled uh, the Sunday, we're going to do everything through Facebook. We're going to be doing, you know, Skype meetings and all this stuff. But tonight's meeting, we're going to meet in person. 
And then like 30 minutes later, he's like, never mind. We're not meeting in person tonight. <laughs> yeah. uh, pretty much most of the people in the group were like, uh, you just said everything's nope. canceled. Why are you saying we're going to meet in person? So probably yesterday was the first time the church was finally like, okay, no more small groups, no more church meetings until you know things have kind of stabilized and uh, that kind of jazz. So we are we are operating out of homes and Skype, and that's how it's going to be until things get better. Um, and so that's what's going on in old Brazil. So yeah, and, and as you as you say, like it's you know we we're gonna wait until things get better. There's yeah. really as as these as these cases and confirmed cases are continue to um exponentially increase. Yeah, uh, as you said, twenty five, thirty percent every, every day, day. You know these more and more cases. Um. When is this really going yeah. to uh, die down? Is it going to be? Is it going to be another four weeks? Right. Is it going to be another four months? You know, like it's until until people start to get everybody starts to get serious about it. Uh, you know, it's because there's so many things happening uh, in the world that this is uh, in in at least in our lifetime, this is unprecedented. Uh, unprecedented. Where an entire world. Uh, the entire world is being quarantined. Yeah, you know, it's not just specific, specific states. Yep. Um, or cities. You know, it's globally. Um, and it's wild. Like I, I had, I had gone outside today for the first time in like three days. Um, one because I was working, and uh, two, I just didn't want to go outside. I didn't want to leave, but um, to going outside today was just like a. It was like a, a treat. It felt like a right. treat to go outside. Yeah. Um. And it's only been like for us like less than a week then th- since things have shut down. Churches, bars, restaurants. Yeah. Movie theaters. It's happened fast. Uh, barber shops. You know, like the local great clips. Like I don't like. I just I just realized today like I'm not gonna be able to get my hair cut in like I don't know how long. Should I and now, and I, and I've seriously thought about just maybe I'll just go bald. Shave your head. Maybe man. I'll just buzz it all off. Shave and, start, your head. and then once this all uh you know dies dies down and everything gets back to normal, maybe my hair will be back by then. You yeah. know, like I don't like those are the things I'm thinking about during this. Yeah, it's crazy. I saw and a picture of you with a shaved head though, and I'm like I felt like. You were gonna steal my wallet, so I would maybe like veer away from completely shaved. <laughs> well, his only options right now to steal from is Claire, Clark, and Mel. So as long as they're okay with it, it should be fine. Just have no, you meant just no, have no, Mel cut your hair because no you know way. she's not gonna do like a horrible job because she has to yeah. be seen with you like out in public. I would trust her. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I could, I could do that. So you mentioned the the timetable, Patrick, and something that's pretty interesting i haven't heard on the american side or you know with cnn or fox news or whatever whatever american media outlet i haven't heard any timetables or any guesses on uh how long we're looking at other than i've heard about governors and government leaders saying that you know like schools are going to be closed down for the rest of the school year etc which which Mm -hmm. makes me kind of nervous for what is being forecasted but here in Brazil, the minister of uh, health or whatever you want to call him, the the health government leader of of that branch of the government, he said that at the very peak 
of the outbreak of this coronavirus, when it starts going on the downspin where it stabilizes and it's not spreading as quickly, that he said that it's about a it's going to be a twenty week timetable after it hits its peak. So once it levels out and plateaus from there, it's going to be twenty weeks till it gets back to a normal level, is what he said. Now he's definitely more of a scientist and more has more know how about this. And if that's the case, that's kind of scary that we're looking at a twenty week timetable after things stabilize or like after the exponential spread stops. Well, one of the things that yeah. Elizabeth and I were discussing is, and, and like I was talking to her about this, and I don't quite, I guess, fully understand. I, I understand why everything is being shut down because um, it's basically highly contagious and they, they want to stop the spread of it. But if you think about it, like when, I guess I wouldn't want to be the one making that decision, but when the decision is made to reopen restaurants or reallow like public gatherings and things like that, I mean, if it's even still in the population, like, couldn't that just trigger another huge, like, outbreak of it? You know, like, yeah. that that part is the part that's, like, really tricky because, like, if one person has it in a huge, like, crowd, like, it could just uh, reignite the whole spread of everything. Well, yeah, and you, and you got to think, like, if it's uh, if it starts dying down and say maybe, say it's uh, another 10, 12, 15 weeks or whatever it is, um, at that point, you know, like the virus could have mutated to yeah. some other form and, uh, where it's, uh, it could, it could start a, a different, uh, maybe not, maybe not necessarily a pandemic, uh, but a start a different, uh, you know, outcry or, or, or disease or a different, different way to have to treat this because people are, uh, you know, there's scientists out there that are trying to figure out a cure. There's been human trials uh, so far to get rid of this. You yeah. know, like how long is that going to take uh, to figure out? Because I think they said that that they won't know the effectiveness of that for like weeks. Yeah. So uh, if 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 once once they get that and once they get uh, that to be mass produced and get that into the hands of everyone in the world, like what is what does that look like? What's the timetable for that? Yeah. You know, like is that, is that 20 weeks? Right. <laughs> you know, well, glimmer of hope for sure. will probably first come out of China because that's where it all started. And they're further along than the rest of the world. And from what I heard, at least today, they only had today, seven new cases, which is really low given the fact of how many people have been infected, the population size of China. So, uh, I think we're going to, at least we're going to have a better idea of what the timetable is going to look like for the rest of us because if if people are paying attention to what's happening in China. And so hopefully uh, people will figure something out and uh, not let it be 20 weeks from now, things getting back to normal. Uh, 20 weeks, man, I can get a lot of game in it. A lot of <laughs> game in is, it. And you know, for like, sure. It's speaking of gaming, uh, you know, my, my buddy comes over on Friday nights and we do some couch co-op. Oh yeah. And I don't know if we're going to be doing that. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's true. I know it's only him, but who has he been in contact with? Yeah. And why would we want to get together, yeah. um, to make, uh, to have a possibility of one of us or him having it, or I, I, I get in contact with something and, or whatever. Cause there's a lot of times when people have it but they don't have any symptoms. Right. You know, those are the people that don't have any symptoms and then, and then they 
say 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 Chris has it, he doesn't have any symptoms. He comes in contact with me or my family who could have symptoms yeah. and could really yeah, you don't hurt know. us. And so what has been your guys's overall like maybe maybe share uh, at least maybe you can you can talk to in respect to the initial feelings and thoughts you had when things started first going crazy. I mean, I would say that the first uh, major event, at least in the U.S., that got people's attention was uh, everybody and their brother stocking up on toilet paper. Like that's <laughs> when people were like, whoa, <laughs> something's going on. I need toilet paper. Which, and just everybody started grabbing a lifetime supply of toilet paper. What's uh, Which was and is the silliest thing ever. <laughs> I'm still not. I'm it's like, you know I'm what? I'm not, not sure why they're doing that. I got to hunker down for the next six months. You know what I need? And the only thing I need is toilet paper. That's all you need. The funny thing is, I, is we went it. to the grocery, I think, uh, like late last week. I think it was like Sunday night uh, because they had um, – it was this past weekend in Ohio. They had shut down like all the bars and restaurants in the area. So it's like, okay, well, we're going to have to start eating at home a little more. Maybe we should just go like get a few like things from the grocery and – um, the funny thing is, is that, which is what everyone else is exactly doing right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, and I just figured, well, whatever, you know, we'll just see what's there and then, you know, kind of make do with whatever. Like it's not a, a, a big like panic, I guess, but, uh, at least not for us. But the funny thing is, is all the toilet paper, like all the tissues, all of those things are gone, but it's like, okay, what else do we need? Uh, we need some milk. Like I go over and just grab like a couple gallons of milk. Like there's still plenty of milk. Like there were eggs, like all of these things. And it's like, wait a minute. What, like, what are people prioritizing here? Like toilet paper and tissues (laughs) over milk and eggs. And like, we even picked up like meat and stuff from the deli. Like I was like, what is happening here? Why is the toilet paper a thing? Yeah, that's, uh, that is just beyond silly because like, Here's the thing. If you run out of toilet paper, most of us, probably 95 to 99% of us, have this little thing called a shower in their house. So. That is fair. You know, I mean, that you, would be terrible. I have, I every mean, that's time all you have Europeans to take a crap, a you have bidet. to shower, but. Get the hose. <clears throat> Which that is a horrible concept. Scooting around on the carpet. <laughs> As a matter of fact, my my dad and my stepmom were just telling me that they ordered two bidets for their house. So you can order like some type of attachment, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And they like they ordered them, and they were like cheap as could be, right? Like under fifty dollars. And I thought, yeah. like, well, I mean, I guess if you're okay with that, like that sounds weird, right? Like that sounds like a weird thing to get used to, uh, like here in America, because we are absolutely not used to that. If you flush the toilet once and it touches any part of you, you're like jumping off the toilet seat, but right. uh, <laughs> like yeah. it seems like a weird thing, but also like, I mean, wait, I guess if there's like a weird toilet paper shortage, like, yeah, you kind of just make do with, you know, whatever. Uh, I think I, to your, me, your old Wendy, I was napkins. thinking about the transition of what you do. Like, okay, you say you run out of toilet paper. Like, what do you go to next? The obvious choice is tissues, right? Because they yeah. are soft. Well, uh, what, you, you don't have that good soft paper towel. Like, uh, nobody, so paper that, towels are never soft. 2000 oh, no Egyptian way. silk cotton paper towel. No, I feel like rough. paper towels all would feel like a piece of sandpaper and they would clog up your plumbing. 
because they're oh, like, oh, don't throw away paper towels. But what are you going to do? Are you going to yeah. wipe and then not throw it in the toilet? Like for real? Well, that seems in like Brazil, a that's what we do, my friend. We uh, don't throw any paper in the toilet. It all goes in the garbage can. Really? Yep. Seriously? Oh, we need to get Seriously. into this subject. Like, so yeah. does your bathroom smell like all the time? <laughs> well, it does. Uh, it does get pungent in places where they don't have a lid, or you don't upkeep the garbage can very well. We so have... whenever you open the lid, it just lets out the demon. Oh, what you're saying. So do they not have plumbing in Brazil? Like, what's <laughs> the deal? The holes. So, you know this grass problem we have. We also have a plumbing no problem. Grass. It just There's goes no right out onto the street. No. So what they did not figure out before they built their plumbing system is the need for septic tanks. Is That's what they're missing. They don't have plumbing systems that are capable of holding both the fecal matter and the paper at the same time. And so... It can only hold the fecal matter, and then everybody else throws away their toilet paper in the garbage can. And most of the time, we have garbage cans with lids, and you just don't want to have that lid open for too long because it stinks real bad. Let me tell you, you are not selling Brazil for me at all. <laughs> I'm so not coming there. There's no grass. There's no flushing down toilet paper. Nope. What is there, Lucas? Yeah, what do you have what, there? Other than sunshine there? and heat, probably. <laughs> they have sunshine, heat. They have really good uh, barbecued meats, and uh, so yeah. I hear the pencil gonna, cases there. Gonna, uh, pencil cases are awesome. <laughs> pencil cases. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw my wife under the bus. Oh right no! Oh, here okay. we go. Disaster here time. Here we go. So, Mel, we were, just we so you know, if you're listening, Mel, shortage. I don't approve of Patrick doing <laughs> this to you. So, I did not give him permission. It's all him. She's going to be. I do approve of full gonna disclosure. She's going to listen and she's going to nod her head like, yep, I did say that. <laughs> all right, so, let's do it. Uh, so, uh, we were talking about the toilet paper shortage. And I'm like, I'm, okay, good. We had, we, we had just gone out. We had gone out and gotten toilet papers. So, we're stocked. And that it'll last us probably for the next couple months. We only got like a, a 16 roll one so you know like it's we're gonna last you probably trade that for a new house (laughs) (laughs) i saw i saw a meme it was some it was someone uh uh, had uh toilet paper in someone's house and now it's selling for like 1.25 million (laughs) dollars i saw i I, I saw a similar one it was like uh four rolls of extra plush toilet paper looking to trade for 68 camario camaro uh serious inquiries only no trades. <laughs> I know what I have. I know. Yeah, I know what I have. <laughs> uh, so uh, we were talking about that, and then we were talking about what would we do if we would run out of toilet paper? There's nothing left. And she's like, "Ah, oh, we'll just use rags." And I looked at her. And I was like, "Uh, I would rather not wipe and just have dirty underwear. <laughs> use a rag." No, she's like, oh, we'll, "We'll wash it." I'm like, "I would, but I would know." <laughs> I would know we use. I that. agree with Mark. It is. It's a shower <laughs> scenario. You would just have to shower every time you took a crap. Yeah, I know. Get, I would take like no, a couple out. showers a day there. Yeah, I mean, going what back to the going back to the bidet scenario, like <laughs> that just sounds horrible because you're not gonna adequately clean off with the bidet. No, you still have to like, use some kind so, of cloth. So is to that one you need a rag? You still have to wipe. Yeah, yeah, you, you just, need the rag for that. That's, that's how the Native the Americans did it, Mark, and they survived thousands of years. Oh, they used bidets? Okay. No, they just used water. No, they had, they had those brown loincloths. Yeah, exactly No right. wonder they were brown. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but again, 
they they would have been able to adequately wipe off. I feel like a bidet. I, I guess if you if you need to use some sort of other, you know, wiping apparatus, they do. Yeah, from what I've heard with bidets, you do use a wiping apparatus. You just don't use as much <laughs> wiping apparatus. You just like <laughs> not even the right word. For wipe it. off the dampness. <laughs> yeah, you still have to. I mean, you could shake it off if you want, but that seems horrible. Okay. Has has anyone used a bidet before? I've I never have. My feet no. in a bidet. In a bidet. <laughs> Um. Okay. Well, you just—it right. has a little hose attachment, and you just—I we, you know, we is at a hotel, and Mindy and I were on our honeymoon, and we were like, "Well, this toilet, this bidet's clean. Uh, let's our feet are dirty from walking around the city in our sandals. Let's just wash our feet." So we use a little. You hose wash your feet in the toilet? No, you don't dip it in the toilet. It's. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't mention a... dip it in the toilet. I mean, you just wash your feet off <laughs> in the toilet. Oh yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> We just did a little dip. No. Like swish it around. Maybe in there. right here. Swish it around. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. So let's uh, pull out of this nosedive. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I will say, say, though. Oh, go oh, ahead. No. I was oh, going to no. say, I have a detachable <laughs> shower head so that I could use it as a bidet if I you needed could. to. I mean, that's there the way to go. go. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That would work. But uh, but there's, uh, I, with, with the shower head, uh, if you have those multiple settings, because some of them are like, <laughs> all right, this is the shower setting. The other one is like the jet setting <laughs> the and the bidet like your skin comes setting. off. <laughs> Make sure <laughs> you're like there's there's a Gatling gun going on in your behind. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> They're gonna come out with shower heads Make that have sure. little icons that represent the setting, and you're like, oh, what's this one that's shaped like a turd? Oh, what's this one do? <laughs> you know, I'm not looking to be that clean. You know. <laughs> The poo no, remover nine thousand. This one will hurt me. All right. So to change the subject, as Mark wanted us to, and then he helped continue it. Uh, <laughs> one fun little thing that's happened in 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 this like quarantine stuff getting closed down scenario. Uh, for the past three days, my family and I have learned about animals through the Cincinnati Zoo. Did you guys hear about this? What the Cincinnati mm, Zoo yes. is doing, the uh, the online safari, every day they highlight an uh-huh. animal, and uh, we've actually been watching about the hippo, the Brazilian porcupine, porcupine, and uh, today was the ocelot, but uh, I was thinking of you two Cincinnatians uh, the past few days, because every day we've watched like a 20-minute online video of uh, different animals at the Cincinnati Zoo, and uh, that's been just kind of a cool little thing that... You just don't think about, like, you go to a zoo or you walk through a zoo, but now because it's closed, the zoo decided to every day highlight an animal and uh, show people on Facebook. So that was just something cool that's that's happened through uh, this pandemic, uh, a more positive thing. Have you guys seen so anything positive come out of this situation? Yeah, my, uh, my uh, wife and daughter have uh, just, we just got a, like a new bird feeder in the last couple of weeks. Uh, and there have been a lot of birds that have been coming outside, right outside our window, our kitchen window. And uh, Mel had downloaded an app uh, that you can take a picture of a bird and it recognizes what that bird is. Hmm. Uh, so my daughter and Mel have been uh, just watching birds uh, the last couple of days, uh, just seeing what new birds come by. So they've been doing a little bit of bird watching, which is 
well, my, my daughter's is pretty pumped about it. She she really likes it and seeing if, what new birds have come to, to their bird feeder. And the bird feeder is like, I would say, two to three feet uh, away from our window. Uh, so they get up pretty close. So um, speaking of the, the animals that you're seeing in Cincinnati Zoo, my, my daughter and Mel, they've, they've been doing a little <clears throat> bit of animal watching as well. Nice. I realize that it is actually like, I mean, I, my, my house backs up to woods like on two different sides and... It's actually pretty interesting, like some of the birds and stuff that come in. Like I used to have bird feeders, but I ran into the problem of squirrels every time, like taking the whole bird feeder yeah. down. Like it's right. it's impossible to keep them off. Yep. Like they're so much smarter like, than the bird yeah, feeders. They're like um, it's like it's like they're playing a playing GTA or something. Like they just go nuts <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like yeah, they're like high fiving each other once they get it to the ground and stuff like, yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, it's funny that you mentioned that about the Cincinnati zoo because like, and like Patrick may know this too, but like that zoo has, uh, I mean, it's the Cincinnati zoo. So we have it like at any time we want it. And the Cincinnati zoo in, in particular is actually a really good zoo. But it's something that living in Cincinnati, you kind of take for granted. Like, you don't, it's like a King's Island scenario, right? Like a theme park. Like, we kind of take it for granted because it's always there, but it is like a really, um, like a really great zoo, like interactive and everything. I actually just started following them on Instagram not that long ago. And like, it's like the best follow that I have. Like, they're posting pictures all the time. They have this, uh, uh, I think it's like a, uh, some type of cheetah or like a big cat or whatever. And, one of the zookeepers actually like their dog goes to work with them and runs around out like with that cat and they show videos and stuff of it all the time. So it's actually pretty cool. cool. That's cool. But it's something we totally take for granted. Like living in Cincinnati, you don't, you know, that's like normal to us. Like unless we went to like a crappier zoo, we wouldn't really know. Cool. I would say that there are a few things, even though like, you know, it's super scary, everything that's going on, and this is unprecedented like we've talked about. There are some good things that that have been happening as a result of all of this going on. Number one, people are taking time to slow down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, especially in America, and I'm sure all around the world, but I know in America... We're always on the go. We're always doing something. It's busy, 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 busy. Work, work, work. All that kind of stuff. Um, and this is this is forcing people to slow down, take a rest, uh, really evaluate themselves, and just chill and spend time with their families. There's a concept. Um, and so, which may or may not be, you know, maybe a benefit or may not be a benefit. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's a double-edged sword sometimes. You know, the fact is, you know, you guys are getting through through quarantine. You get to spend more time with your family. Um, you get to grow closer to each other more. Um, also. <laughs> And something I am a big proponent of is promoting personal hygiene. Come on. <laughs> like, you need to wash your hands. Wash your hands, people. Yep. Don't, you know, don't sneeze on people or cough on them. It's It's 20 seconds out of your day. Wash your hands. 
It's considerate for yourself. It's considerate for tons of other people. So, come on. <laughs> Mark, I feel like you could not wait to get to that like public announcement <laughs> of hygiene. <laughs> yeah. You've been waiting for well, that? Well, it was just funny. Like It's like... Wash your hands, everybody. Make sure you do it for 20 seconds. And I was like, I got that covered. <laughs> I am all set. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, just um, I really hope that this helps people take stock of their habits, things that they do. And and also their concern for other people besides themselves. Yeah. Um, because, yeah. you know, when this going back to when this virus first broke out and it's like oh okay it's not really that much different from the flu you know it's you know it's going to be one of those things kind of like h1n1 or the zika virus or or whatever where unfortunately it affects some people people pass away from it and that's very unfortunate but stuff like that happens in the world but you know it's gonna run its course and then hopefully it'll go away and then it suddenly wasn't going away and it was getting worse and worse and worse. And so when people started to notice how serious this was, um, you know, obviously people have taken it super out of proportion. They're, they're going super overboard. They're not just buying toilet paper. They're like hoarding, absolutely hoarding now. Yeah. I went into Walmart the other day and all the chicken was gone. All the eggs were gone. All the bread was gone. And it's like, Come on, people. This is not bubonic plague. This is not, you know, this is not World War III. Did you just buy, yes, like, a bunch of Easter serious. candy? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's the only thing left. Um, <laughs> well, I guess we're going to survive on Cadbury eggs for a while. Uh, it's worse, um, worse fates, I'll tell you what. And I'm not, again, I'm not trying to downplay the seriousness of it. It is serious. And the reason it is serious is because... Uh, you know, all of us here, we're in our 30s. If we were to get coronavirus tomorrow, more than likely, we would live. We would survive. But it's not mm-hmm. about us. It's not all about us. Yeah. Right. We have to consider the people that it does affect. Yeah. And and that's, right. and that's you know, people who are, are older or elderly in their, you know, 60s. Their, their immune system is not what it used to be. Um, and, you know, any sort of flu like even before coronavirus hit elderly people anytime they they get the flu or pneumonia or something like that that could be a death sentence for them yeah um and so especially since coronavirus is uh from from the statistics worse than your typical flu and we don't have a vaccine for it yet um you know it's that much more important for us to to analyze our own habits and and take the precautions to stop the spread so that we save people around us people with whose whose immune systems are already compromised um you know i have a buddy at work who unfortunately has cancer his immune system is compromised um and so if he were to get coronavirus it it would be a lot riskier um obviously i have elderly people in my family you know, yep. when I found out that my dad was sick, you know, you know what he had, has been through in the past year, his mm-hmm. immune system, his whole body is not what it was. 
and and so for him to go through something like that is is scary and so you know it's we're not it's not end of the world it's not zombie apocalypse but it is serious and it is something to where we kind of have to take stock of other people over our uh, over ourselves the younger ones have to realize it's not all about me i could be putting somebody's life in danger by coming in contact with them by not washing my hands uh, and things like that <clears throat> so i think there's a heightened awareness, a healthy amount of heightened awareness that leads us to us, you know, thinking of other people. So, right. And, um, uh, on the, along the same lines of that, uh, the local grocery store, our Kroger, um, there has been pretty much a madhouse. There's, there's things, uh, that, uh, that have, you know, they're off the shelves, like the toilet paper and hand sanitizer, bread and all that stuff. Um, all that is, you know, people are hoarding all that stuff um, and buying in bulk, and it doesn't leave uh, anything for anybody else. Yep. Um, so uh, what uh, what Kroger had to institute, they instituted um, several different uh, rules um, uh, for uh, for their grocery store. I think that from the first hour that the stores open, um, only senior citizens mm-hmm. are allowed in there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, they did that too here so in Brazil. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's smart. I mean, they they, they said that the um, uh, the coronavirus, if there is any virus that uh, that would be in Kroger, um, it uh, dies after it's been on hard surfaces for like seven hours. So um, the the morning is for uh, the senior citizens. Um, not only do they get the store to themselves, uh, but they're also less likely to contract any sort of coronavirus from mm-hmm. the store. Um, so that's good. Uh, they also um, had added that uh, uh, stipulations for the amount of items that you can buy. Right. So if you wanted to get bread, you can only get two loaves at a time. If you want to get, get to get eggs, you can only get two cartons at a time. Um, if you wanted to get toilet paper or um, any sort of uh, paper product, it's only this, a certain amount. So they put limitations on that. So one, uh, people can't hoard. So when the, uh, when they're restocked, when all that stuff is restocked, people can't go in there and buy it all out again and don't leave it out for the rest of them. Uh, the rest of the people who actually, you know, maybe need it or they couldn't get it the last time because everyone else hoarded it. So now they're working on using uh, makeshift bidets or uh, other things that, that they weren't, they're not Rags. used to, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> rags yeah gross no way sandpaper um, so so yeah like like all this stuff that people you know like mark you had said said you know thinking of other people not being so selfish um it's it's stuff's gonna be out there and because of that you know like an entire uh, corporation had to put a stop to it because people were being too selfish yep absolutely and and i think the reason for that is just heightened panic. There's a difference between concern and panic. And one thing we shouldn't be right now is panicked. Yeah. Um, because it leads to over, you know, overactive responses. And, and that's just not, 
it's not good for any of us right now. So, um, yes, be concerned. Yes, it is serious. It is serious. It's something we need to pay attention to. But it's not something to go to extremes. Absolute extremes. Um, which, I guess, technically, you know, a lot of the things that we're seeing right now, they're not quite extremes, but they're, you know, of course, heightened responses to, you know, the shutting down of the restaurants, the shutting down of the bars, the limiting, um, you know, public gatherings and things like that. Yes, they're they're heightened, but they're not, you know, they're they're calculated heightened things. Um, it's nothing to go to absolute extremes over. And so panic just breeds nothing but chaos. So we need to not panic but be concerned so yeah for sure on the discord someone else who's looking to help their fellow man and make an opportunity out of this these difficult times ponderosa popsicle aka travis prospicel did i say that right prospicel nailed it nope there's no there's no r right there that got it i should have stuck with popsicle Mr. Popsicle himself said, (laughs) this is a time for us to help one another and get through this as safely as possible. My parents live next door, so I told them and my sister who all have weakened immune systems to stay home, and I would be the sole runner for the family to get food, supplies, and whatnot. I'm already out in the workforce as a trucker anyhow. The wife is keeping the kids busy with some learning, cleaning, some games, movies, etc. Instead of them being on their phones for a month like it's vacation. So stay safe, everyone, and if you truly need anything, I can help. So reach out. You know what? That's you know, nice. you guys have already said this. It's all about helping people out and looking out for your fellow man. Uh, definitely this 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 practice of just hoarding all that you can get and all that you think you need is not the best uh, the best course of action. So it's very encouraging when you get uh, a growing amount of people that are looking out for other people. Uh, someone else who's looking out for other people, Isaac Alistic, Infinity Bro Isaac. He said, I was working in the emergency department, also called the ER, all weekend here in uh, Minnesota. I think that's what MN means, right? Yep. Yes. Uh, and before I continue on, Isaac, you are on the front lines of this thing. <clears throat> Thank you from the bottom of our hearts for the work Shout you're outs. doing. I know you're getting paid for it, Yeah. but it doesn't matter. You are dealing with the the worst and the most difficult aspect of this in the hospital. So shout out to to Isaac, shout out to all of our uh, doctors, nurses, anybody who's listening to this, that's a part of the medical community. You are awesome. And we would not be heading in a good direction without you. Um, but he, he said, uh, I'll say it is frustrating trying to take care of the normal population along with everyone who wants to be tested for the virus. Uh, ERs are not the place for that, people. Pray for the healthcare workers on the front lines. We are definitely praying for you guys. Um, you have your work cut out for you, to say the least. Uh, on Twitter, uh, Isaac also went on a rant. He didn't connect it to us, but he did uh, post under the Good Morning Guys when we posted for questions. He He reposted one of his past posts and said that, uh, it's quite possible he'll get banned for it, but he did it anyways. So uh, I'm not going to ban you. In these extenuating <laughs> circumstances, Isaac, I won't ban you. Uh, this is actually a good, uh, a good uh, whatever it's called, 
public service announcement, announcement, PSA. Uh, so Isaac said, this is grinding my gears a bit. If you absolutely need to get tested, even though you have no symptoms, go to the nearest designated COVID-19 specific testing service if one is available. Do not go to the nearest emergency department or emergency room. We are trying to take care of actually sick people. So <laughs> if, if you have no symptoms, but you're afraid you are sick, go to a specific testing service. Uh, we don't have that kind of thing here. We only have uh, ERs. We have, uh, like, I think they call them uh, health posts, postos do saúde here in uh, Brazil. But uh, none of us in our family have been tested or are showing any symptoms. Uh, and, of course, you can be asymptomatic and not show signs of it. But, uh, yeah. So thank you for that PSA, Isaac. Um. Also, in another one of our joiners' lives, Splig at Dopalicious said, My surgery next week was postponed. Sorry to hear that, buddy. Ooh, uh, the nurse said that mm. hospitals are canceling all non-essential procedures. I told her I could make a really good case for it, and she was not having it. <laughs> so, That's you'll right. have that. Uh, I know that my sister-in-law, she just got in her... Uh, she had surgery... Uh, had some cancer removed, which I'm pretty sure that's essential. But uh, mm -hmm. she she just had that on Monday. And then I heard that another person who needed surgery as well for cancer, they got postponed three weeks. So uh, I know hospitals are really strapped right now in the in yeah. That area. Yeah, yeah. It's tough. Uh, Splig also said, on another note, not to be purple, but... <laughs> <laughs> and then he and then he and then he he put a scissors icon and then a little gift that said you know what i mean so <laughs> i think he's trying to indicate what his non-essential surgery is <laughs> which i could see why he thinks it's essential because it's currently quarantine stay in your home time and yeah he's trying to prevent he's, yeah, that he's like he's like wait a <laughs> second you can't quarantine me things could yeah, happen i don't want baby number four <laughs> i need this surgery <laughs> if you don't do this to me now we'll be back here in nine months yeah. sir <laughs> <laughs> funnily enough in nine months some have said there's gonna be quite the baby boom and then in 2033 we're going to be introduced to the generation that will be called the quarantine as hey, in the quarantiners oh jeez yeah <laughs> yeah that's gonna be funny to see i don't know you you think there's gonna be some sort of baby boom because with us being quarantined like people don't want to be near each other do you I really mean, it's like unless you could do something like that six how, how you can do it six feet away i don't know how that's how you how you do that but <laughs> i mean i don't think it's that kind I of mean, podcast you're gonna be around each other life no finds what. a way yeah, life does find a way <laughs> oh man uh, Barnaby Butterteeth. Oh wait, he's banned. So, <laughs> guess, uh, I forgot about not that. Not much to Stepping say. Stepping on there. the roach. Stepping on that little Mexican roach. No, I'm just kidding, Barnaby. But is he is he doing all right? No, he's he's doing yeah, all right. I'll right? still read it. I'm just messing with him. Uh, he said he had this to say on Discord. He said, besides no TP around. Sorry, man. I needed <laughs> the TP. Uh. <laughs> yeah, use rags, Barnaby. That's what uh, Patrick <laughs> recommends. Or Mel. Mel recommends the rags. 
I am worried about people with immunodeficiency all around. My mom is back for chemo number seven today at the hospital, hoping for the best. Stay safe where you are and take care of yourself and loved ones. Don't forget to call them to say hello. And then after that, he said, or yeah, whatever, I'm banned. <laughs> no, but Barnaby, again, echoed what what we've been talking about. Look out for other people. Uh, I know for me, my first yeah. my first reaction to this whole situation, especially on the outside looking in, like from Brazil, looking at what was happening in the U.S., I'm like, what is wrong with my brothers and sisters in the U.S.? What is the toilet paper and the shutting down a bunch of stuff? And I'm like, it's not that bad. And just the more I thought about it, and once I understood, you know, what you guys talked about, how the elderly, people over 60 and people with immunodeficiency, and they are at such high risk right now because there is so little mm-hmm. to support them. Once they get it, uh, that it you either weather it or it's, it's going to take your life. Like it's, it's at a really like just an extreme time right now for people who are in a bad, uh, health or age level for this. So, uh, it's really for us that are thirties and forties and younger, it's about us protecting, uh, our elders and uh, respecting those who are more susceptible to it and doing it for them. Not because, uh, you know, or not doing anything because it's inconvenient, but doing it because we want to look out for our fellow man. So, yeah, amen to mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. So, do you guys have any closing thoughts? Any tips and tricks on how to use a bidet or rags? <laughs> rags. <laughs> <laughs> How to use it? You know, wipe and throw away. <laughs> burn it if you have to. Yeah, burn it sounds better. Huh? Oh, that's gonna smell real good after you've used it and then you burn it. Okay, <laughs> take it to an open field. It's gonna smell like Lucas's entire house. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what it smells like. You smell that? Nope. That's just the normal just, smell. Uh, just wash your hands, people. Cover your mouth. What did we have? uh, Meatloaf two nights ago. (laughs) (laughs) If it keeps on giving, I have no defense. Welcome to Brazil. (laughs) Uh, All right, man. Well, that is all for this pandemically driven pondering on our preposterous podcast of the good morning guys <laughs> yep that that last one just <laughs> yeah if you uh, podcast is preposterous. is preposterous if you'd like to uh keep connected with us beyond listening remember to check us out on twitter at the gmg podcast or you can come visit us and hang out on discord there's a link in our twitter profile or in the show notes just click it and click it again and fill out the form do it and you'll be there do it do it uh if you aren't familiar with that then uh, you can also write us by email, thegoodmorningguys at gmail.com. Or if you want to practice your radio voice and you're feeling a little lonely, you can give us a call at 929-GMG-GUYS. Leave a message, ask a question, share what's been going on, how your quarantining has been going, if you've been catching up on your correspondence, playing video games, uh, using up all your rags, whatever. Tell us about it. Um or don't. don't don't tell us about that part. <laughs> Make yeah, sure to tell. <laughs> yeah, not, oh, yeah, maybe not. I don't hear about that. Uh, either way, we want your voice to be heard. Speaking of what should be heard, Mark, 
What are the latest additions to the GMG Music playlist that any and all can hear on Spotify and Apple Music? So before I go into it, uh, first and foremost, thank you so much, Bernabe, for holding things up on the Apple Music. And despite your being banned. uh, Yeah, you're still responsible uh, for that list. So even though you were banned, you better keep it up. Mm -hmm. We love you. Before I go into this, I went back and forth a little bit at, at the risk of sounding insensitive with the selections for this week. And so we all need to laugh at ourselves a little bit. And, uh, you know, I'm not trying to make light of anybody who's going through this whole pandemic thing who has coronavirus. But the songs that I've chosen this week are all based around either being sick or going to the doctor. So it just it just seemed to fit with this week. So um, but in any case, uh, the first song is Flyleaf's I'm So Sick. Um, the second song Ooh. is uh, John Mayer's version of I Don't Need No Doctor, which <clears throat> if you have coronavirus, you definitely do. Um, but uh, the third song is uh, a song from the 80s, a song by the band called the Thompson Twins. Song called Doctor Doctor. Mm-hmm. Doctor Doctor, give me the news. Nope, nope, not that one. <laughs> oh, oh, so dang. close, yet so you know far what? away. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and add that. Uh, let's add the. Um, I, I'd like let's to add the. Uh, I'd like to shoot. nominate uh, an additional song in light of our toilet talk. Ooh, that smell. Ooh, Ooh that Leonard smell. Skinner. What's up with that smell? <laughs> Smell that Okay, so we're adding you. five songs this week. Yeah. Five songs this Woo. week. Yeah, boom. Okay, so the special. two new additions are Robert Palmer's "Bad Case of Loving You" and uh, also Leonard Skinner's, Leonard Skinner's "That Smell." Yes, that's a great song. Nice. And make sure you guys think of me in Brazil <laughs> while you listen to that what do you song. Think of that smell. <laughs> Ooh, that smell. There's Lucas. Ooh. Ooh. So I hope those additions help you feel a little bit better throughout this pandemic. And they help you get your good morning on. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Mark, for those additions. Uh, we hope you join us next week, joiners, as we will either be uh, allowing you to pick our topic and maybe our host, or uh, given it's going to be my birthday week, I might just throw a little curveball and we'll just see what happens. I have no idea, so I'm not going to say anything else. Already, I was going to say, is it really a curveball if you tell us? Yeah, that's true. That's why I had to shut it. All righty then. Mm-hmm. Mark, Pat, and Ronnie J, along with you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners, go get your good morning this week. May God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, as you stay healthy, as you give to others and help them along the way, and as you game. One, two, three, four. I hope I don't run out of TP.
I can't wait for the play-by-play. I when hope you don't run out of TV If you do. When I start using rags. Yeah. <laughs> so, Pat, how, uh, what's been going on? Rags. Ah, this week. That's, that's <laughs> Nothing good. Hashtag rags. <laughs> uh, good Just morning, flat out rags, man. Yeah. <laughs> the rag. The rag. Disposable oh, diapers. You should have you should have made the counterpoint. At, you should have been like depends. I counterpoint with depends. Adult diapers, please. I'd rather do that than rags. <laughs> I'm ahead of the game. I'm buying Crap them out. my pants, and then you just throw it away. <laughs>